it's time to get your sip on. Use your phone, the tablet, computer, get your list on. Having fun while entertaining this mission. Drag your mouse to the link and get your click on. Yeah. The topic stay lit, conversation don't quit. A couple wisdom with some humor in it. Uh, nothing gets better than this. So sit back and just take you a sip. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to All Tea No Shade, where we are serving tea without the shade. Like we always motherfucking do. So pull up a seat and let's start this sip Man, session. I need a drink. I forgot to get a drink, sippers. I forgot. Go ahead, I forgot. that off. We will wait. No, that's all good. I'll get it in a second. I'll, I'll have Shay get it. All right. Well, how was your week then, sir? Oh, my week has been pretty good. I can't complain. Um, Technically, I just got back from Costa Rica, but hey, you know. It is what it is. It was dope. It was dope. It was fun. It was amazing. It was amazing. I would tell people all about it in a little bit, but it's, I'm I'm rejuvenated. I'm re I reevaluated. I'm re uh, you read up. I'm read up. Everything that can do with a re, I'm there. But I'm How good. are you? Are you still reverberating from the Kobe thing? Yeah, I've been doing good. Um, like I said, like I said last week, I I really took that week to really re, regroup, refocus. Um, but I feel good and uh, just trying to appreciate life a little bit more. It's important to have goals. It's important to focus and to to push forward like that Cobra men- mentality. But it's also important to enjoy life and enjoy the people in your life. And so that's what I've been doing and just trying to even enjoying the, the people that I've been dating, you know, and letting them know, thank you for taking out time that you will never get back to spend What's time What's going on with your dating right now? I've had a really fun, interesting date recently. Um, I've really only been dating one woman um, for the last few months, but um, we're just not at a space where we want to take it to the next level like that yet. Yeah. Um, are you guys both good at the place where you are right now, though? I'm good with it. Like, I, I'm dating... I'm also dating other people yeah my focus has been on on her mm-hmm. um and so but also we have to respect the spaces that people are in and she's in the space where she is not really ready for more than that yeah and so that's fine but i'm not also i'm not gonna wait around you yeah. know what i mean Agreed. so um but it it's great it's good for what it, it is um but one of my goals in 2020 was definitely to get into a healthy relationship and so I can't do that by uh, not going out, not dating. True. You know, even though I don't really care for the dating process because most people are it's trash. It's trash for ca- it's trash for people who are looking for something serious. It's a like, super fun for casual daters. Yeah. Um, and so now that I'm out of the casual dating mentality. It hasn't been that fun, but I got to keep pushing yeah. in order to find it. So, so what's going on with your dating life? Oh, my God. I went on the worst two dates ever. Oh, they were bad dates? Oh, so bad. Did you get catfish? No, I didn't get catfish. Okay. So, I met up with this guy at a brewery. At a what? A brewery. Oh, okay. I like and breweries. That's a good little date spot. Yeah, it's fun, right? It was it was Sunday fun day. So, we went to the brewery. And... um. It was weird because there were a bunch of kids. Okay, like apparently, you know, if you go to a brewery on Sundays before it turns dark. Kids are allowed are, in there? Wow. I've never. That's like weird. what? It was like a whole freaking daycare center up there. I don't want kids in my beer spot. Exactly. It's like they don't serve. It's not like a restaurant where they serve both. It's yeah. just literally a brewery. Like they just serve beer. Like it's weird. So we're, I meet this guy up at the brewery. I get there. Conversation's going great. He's easy to talk to. It's like first hour. Great. Then he's starting to drink more and more. And mm. 
I could start, like, he started getting a little bit too comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. Like, you know, getting too, like, I don't think he, I don't think he has a boundary. I think he's mm. boundary issues. You mm. know what I mean? It was like, almost like kind of treating you like you're his girlfriend before you decide that that's what you wanted to be. And it's like the first date. And so he's drinking more. He like pinched my butt. And I mm. was like, looked at him like, what are you doing? He's like, well, it's hanging off the bar stool. And I'm like, listen, my hips are wide. You know, there's going to be hangage. you like, that's not an invitation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, He's in the yams. In the yams. And I was just like, it was just starting getting weird. And so he, he had asked me if I wanted to go to dinner after that. Mm. And I had initially said yes, because remember the first hour was going good. So I was yeah. like, yeah, we can do dinner. But now we're getting into the second hour and things are going left. And this man picks up his phone, calls somebody, doesn't say anything to me, just calls his friend. And I was like, yeah, hey, I'm out with this girl, this really cute girl. Um, you want to go meet up at the patio? We're about to go to the patio. Why don't you and your lady come? Wow, he invited more Wait people? So this is a first date. Oh, yeah, that's definitely that's not good. a double date. Like yeah. a very first, like first yeah. time meeting him, first time, you know, and like we're already about to go on a double date. And yeah, I that's was, not good. Absolutely, like not freaking feeling that. But women at say all. y'all like men who are aggressive. He was being aggressive with his with his uh, mentality. Yeah, that was. Uh, I don't like aggressive. I like assertive, and there's definitely yeah. a difference. And you know, I was just like, if you're gonna invite somebody on your date, you should at least like broach that or talk to the person beforehand. And not the, fir- not the first date, especially. Yeah, it was I'm amazing. like trying to yeah. get to know you. And like I said, he has boundary issues because I really think I'm like at that point in his head, he has like locked it in that I'm his girlfriend or something. And it's weird because he's not he's not black. So it's always I always have to shift my perspective uh, when I'm dating outside of my race because each race, the culture different, is different, different and yeah. every, the approach is way different. Right. You went with a, What was his race? He was white. Oh, you yeah. dating outside this? Okay. I mean, I always have dated outside of my race. It's not new. And so um and so when we're like, we're at the end of hour two and I'm like, you know what? I was like, you know what? It's like six o'clock. I was like, I actually think I'm, you know, going to call it a night, you know, cause we're getting ready to close out the tab, whatever. So I think I'm going to close it. I'm going to call it a night. You know, I don't think that I'm going to go over to the patio. I'm just going to go home and get ready for work mm. and you know, whatever. And he like was like whole energy change. Whew. Get that licking in them too. Okay, so I hate, and I don't know if women do this, but I know so many men do this. They tell you they're not going to pressure you about something as they pressure you about something. Yeah. And so he was like, oh, well, what changed? He was like, well, I'm not going to pressure you to go out, you know, to dinner with me. Um, but, you know, you definitely change. And then he's like, trying to prompt me like then pressuring me pretty much yeah. to go out to dinner with him right the whole dry you know cajoling the well, you could have you could have told him you didn't want to tell him that the invite of his friends with the ice on the cake that stopped you as much as men say they want to know the truth about things like this they do not like what every time i've like dated someone and told them the truth about situations like this they take it as rejection mm. And I was like, okay, I don't. Th- I think this is too much for the first day, but yeah. I hadn't like cut him completely off. I was like, yeah. I'm open to doing a second date. You know, mm. maybe not at a brewery. You know, where I'm yeah. kind of like setting him up for failure. He set himself yeah. up for failure. I was like, you know, I'll do a second date, but just not here and not right now. White people, white people drink different too. Yeah, especially yeah. a brewery. I didn't think yeah. that one through. And um, <laughs> so then I leave, and he proceeds to call me. Mm. Um, when I'm leaving and he's like hey just tell me what's going on 
And so then I tell him the honest, you know, truth. Mm-hmm. Of course, he gets upset because as much as men say they want the truth, they don't want to know the truth. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I never was disrespectful. I never intended to do that, that. And he was like, and when he was like, oh, so I was like, and also I was like, I don't want to go on this like group date or whatever the case is. He's like, well, you're a grown woman. He, th- he threw one of those at me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and you're a grown man. He's like, well, now I'm on this, you know, I'm going to be the, the third wheel on this date. And I was like, well, you decided on a double date, it's not me. Friend, it's, yeah. not right. yeah. it's your friends, it's yeah. not mine. Right, it's your friends, it's not mine. I was yeah. like, you know, I just refused to take ownership of it because I didn't think that that was something that I did wrong. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And so we got off the phone and it was, you know, pretty bad. I was like, I went from like, oh, I'm, I'll go on a second date to like, I'm good. Yeah, that was easy. That was easy. Right. Mm. But then he proceeded, like, he, he, I think he, like, sobered up and, like, you know, realized he was his bad. So he was really apologetic and whatever the case is. And was like, just give me one more chance, one more chance. So like, okay, I'm going to give you one more chance. Oh, so two dates with the same person. Same guy. Uh, yeah. He was like, I drank too much. I, well, I like people. I, I'm okay with people making mistakes if they admit to their mistakes. Own and your so, shit. You own, yeah. your, own your shit. The next yeah. morning, he owned his shit. He, he yeah. hit me up. He was like, I was way out of line, you know, whatever. Right. So I was like, okay, I'll give you a second chance. We went to go see Bad Boys. Bad Boys for Life. Great movie, by the way. Yeah. And then when we're getting ready to leave this, so I set it up from the beginning, like, hey, you know, the movie's at, starts at 8, we're going to get out at 10, it's on, like, a Tuesday, I'm like, I got to go to work, so I'm going to leave from the movies, I'm going home, like, you mm-hmm. know, like, making it clear. Yes. Again, when we get ready to leave, well, let's go get some drinks, or let's go, you know, hang out some more for just an hour, just an hour, and it's like this conjoling, this, like, you oh, know, and I'm like, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't like have this argument every time I want to leave that you don't want me to leave. Like, you know what I mean? It's annoying. Yeah. So that was it. Nice try, guy. I mean, hey, at least he wants to spend quality time uh, with you, but he definitely got to know your balance. And if he, if you set, you set guidelines and rules, he has to know when else was enough and just go your separate ways. You don't really like, are you a physical touch kind of person? Yeah. Yeah, so you just wasn't, but not on, just not on the first date. Or the vibe, just, or the vibe just wasn't with him. Too. No, I think I'm even more on more on dates. I'm much more aware of like physicalness because um, you can guys get the wrong idea really quickly, yeah. and so I don't. I like to keep it limited. You yeah, know? I typically don't um, touch women too much on the first date. Like, like I, if we're walking. I'll make sure to every now and then brush up against them. Yeah, stuff like that's that. Nice. Like subtle things to let her know that hey. I'm okay with you being in my space or right. or to see what her reaction is as well. But I don't go and touching ass. I don't go yeah. into, like, I hold, I don't even hold hands really on the first date unless I'm really, really feeling you. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah so. I'm, I'm definitely used to, like, I, I want to keep a, a boundary. I don't yeah. want them to get too comfortable too because quick. guys can get yeah. way comfortable way quick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, at least you're out there dating again, though. A lot of people yeah, just the one are, are not dating or giving up completely. So, salute to you tonight. Ain't nothing wrong with dating. Hey, man, I was casually dating, man. I had a lot of fun, let me tell you. You know a what? How life. That's what he's saying. <laughs> but, as I'm saying, we move out of that, then this is not as fun because everyone's still trying to do casual, which is fine, yeah. you know? It just makes it, it's, it, it makes it interesting. What makes it also interesting is people who... It's like to me, and it I kind it's weird because I'm not casual. I'm not looking for anything casual, 
but I'm also not like looking to marry you tomorrow. Yeah. And so it, to me, it seems like in the dating world, it's like one or the other. It's like, I don't want anything real. I just want to keep it light and, and you know, fun. Yeah. Or it's like, I want to get married tomorrow. I'm like, can I get a moment to like get to know you first? Like, you know what I mean? And so it seems to, for me, what I've encountered personally is like, it's either one or the other. They're ping-ponging. I haven't, like, just somebody who can just chill out. Like, let's get to know each other for the first six months, you know, before we're, like, talking marriage. For real. Shay, how was your week, bro? Man, the week was awesome. Got all the rest of the furniture into the house, so. Okay. It's looking like a house. Sarasota? No, Ruskin. Ruskin? What the hell? Where the hell is Ruskin at? Shoot. Almost literally Jew uh, East. Yeah, I don't well, know if I've ever been to Ruskin. East and a little bit, little bit south. They, actually, got, they got black people in Ruskin. Yeah, that's a good You'd question. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Like, seriously, like I was um, as we right behind a school bus or whatever. There's nothing but black kids. At oh Ruskin. yeah. So there's like four different neighborhoods in the in okay. area. That's what's so up. it's not that far. It's like 30 minutes from St. Pete. 30 well, minutes not from Tampa, bad. 30 minutes from Sarasota. Like it's right. It's in a good spot. But it's across the Skyway Bridge, though. Yeah, it's on. It's, it's on the inside of. Of, of Florida. So is it before Sarasota? Because Sarasota, you go, you go across the Skyway Bridge and then and Sarasota. Instead of going down, Bradenton. Instead, of, instead of going south, you just take a little U-turn up on 75. So you go north on 75. Any uh, stalkers who are interested in Shay, I hope you're taking notes. Uh-oh. Hey, for the sippers out so there, I'm, I'm single, Shay single, and L single. So <laughs> slide in the DM. Why do you gotta say like such been a, a while. creep? It's been a while since so I said that. Slide in the DM. You can not slide in my DM. That's fine with me. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what we got? All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Last, Last week, Shay and I did shitty. Yeah, Shay ended up winning by winning one point. Did he really win, though? I mean, that's real. Did he really win? Yeah, that's a win. If you, yeah. get, if you only get one answer out of, like, five, it six, was more it was than you win. did. I mean, I know I lost. So, yeah. Oh, well, he lost. Win. I swept last episode. I forgot about that. Actually, oh, you did no. sweep last episode. Yeah. You were triumphing. Yeah, man. Womp, yeah. womp, womp, womp. Ah, that's what you get. It was too low. Yeah, it we spoke over it. See, that's how that works. <laughs> we, we spoke yeah. over the hate, Shay. Yeah, 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 we, 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 we speaking positivity <laughs> into the world. You can't even hear that hate. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's go ahead and get into who am I. All, All right. right. So, this two-weight world champion professional boxer was just seen yanking his baby mama up out of the Super Bowl parties. Mm-hmm. Who is we talking about? You said Super Bowl, I mean, you said heavyweight champion? Two-weight, two-weight world champion. Ooh. UFC, I'm guessing. Two-weight world champion. WBA. Um, oh. Um, Floyd? Mayweather? No. no. But they're connected. Um... Nope. Um, oh, champion boxer connected to Floyd? He's only five. McGregor. No. no he's oh. he's only five feet and a half inches. I thought it was Broner, but it ain't, no, it's not mm. Adrian Broner. He's 25. He's from Baltimore, Maryland. He's a southpaw. He's, he's super got young. 23 wins, 22 are knockouts. I don't I know any of his I don't he know boxers right now. Zero losses. Like Jackson or something. I'm not into boxing no. right now. He's actually like the person who's getting the most hype now that Floyd has retired. Mm. Yeah, I don't know who it is. Yeah, His name is Gervonta Davis. You ever heard of Gervonta? Mm, nope. No. Really? Nope. He no. just had a fight. This guy. Nope. Don't know him. 
don't he started to hang out with rappers, so that's why mm. he's more in pop culture. But he's actually been killing it in terms of boxing. Oh, yeah. They actually have a video of him. I don't know if you've seen it. Back and forth. Of him literally yanking. Oh, uh. Her. Oh. Oh, no. He's he gotta, tripping. You gotta see the very beginning. Hold on. I saw him. I saw him. He yanked her out of the seat. So I wonder if she was not supposed to beat mm. Oh, small man syndrome. Yes. Yeah. Which was like, I'm like, first of all, you know that like you are at the Super Bowl event. Like, you know, people are going to see you. Why? Why would you do that? A, in public. B, why would you do it? Period. Super aggressive. It makes like, you wonder if he's already beaten her. Or threaten her with that it's kind of It's always bizarre because, like, Floyd Mayweather has been, you know, talked about of allegedly hitting, you know, the women he's dated. And so it's like these boxers who are also engaging in domestic violence. Like, that's a different level of ass whooping. Like, you have your normal yeah, domestic for, violence, for, you know, uh, people. But, like, when you're getting domestically beaten by, like, an actual box, like his job and is boxing. Them, and that most of them know where to hit you, where you don't bruise. Like, they they're gonna hit you in the face. They're gonna hit you in your ribs. They're gonna hit you in your stomach. Body like, shots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna hit you where you're gonna really hurt the most well, and I'm can't not, be seen. I'm not gonna put that on that woman. So I hope she is not being domestically abused. But that video yeah. does not look very uh, healthy at all. It does not look like a healthy situation. So you so know, fuck him do what you her. need to do, sis, to get out. All right, moving on. We have, I guess, no, 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 neither one of you got that one, I guess. No. Mm-hmm. All right. This actress slash singer has, is getting dragged. Rihanna? I mean, she always gets dragged, but Christ. no. Sorry. <laughs> it's getting dragged all over social Jennifer media. Lopez. True. Hey, Jennifer hey, let's Lopez. Go. This is like old you. Old you is back. I knew that huh? one. I knew that one. Only because I read an article recently about her. So J Lo is getting dragged off social media because she's taken the hashtag Black Girl Magic and adapted it to her, which is she did hashtag Bronx Girl Magic. And so it's like <laughs> black women are like, that. can we not have anything that is our own? They're saying that she's appropriating. Yeah, so, yeah, just like there's this hashtag. It was specifically to like edify black women, you know, and to build them up. And like, here you are. You can't let them just live. Like, you can't just create your own, you know. I, I think she would have gotten less issues if she would have even did Latina woman something you know what i mean feistiness or whatever the case is she Latino did her girl own magic ad- adaption of it except instead of like just changing one word I, I think that's overblown that's another that's another one where like black twitter jumps on something that they don't need to jump on how about you jump on the fact that we just didn't get no dang witnesses like how will you jump on something that's actually gonna affect your life versus yeah. something that doesn't really but matter. i think that's also like a black man ideology or perspective like in in the sense I that you Twitter, tri- i didn't care about black i didn't say nothing about specifically about black women i said about black, black twitter no I'm, I'm, yeah. what I'm saying is i think that that thought process mm-hmm. like is something that we see a lot with black men when mm-hmm. it comes to like black women issues you know oh, what i mean well, like no problem, yeah. we as black women we are appropriated i think more so than like a lot of other people mm-hmm. and it's always like oh get over it get over it but like when we do it you know we've been rocking corn braids and colored hair and all yeah. that kind of stuff and long nails and it's ghetto it's ugly it's yeah. reasons why we can't get a man and why we can't be successful at work but then when you know another race does the same exact thing it's and considered beautiful into. and yeah. so i think like that's the whole point of the black girl magic was like 
the whole premise of it was like, you know, they keep stealing from us. They keep appropriating from us because mm-hmm. we are magic in ourselves. We create the trends. You know what I mean? Wordy, wordy. So, and I've seen black boy magic hashtag. And I, I didn't see black Twitter or black women get upset about that hashtag. So I do think is something to be said that it. It's specifically we different. Are, we are always things that we create tend to start trending after the fact. Yes. We want to take it and build with it. So I respect that. And so I, I understand you coming from Shay is saying like it's in, in, in the grand scheme of things, it yeah, does not seem that b- important because it's more important things like like you said with the Senate. But I think it's but a we don't collection wanna, of things. Like it's yeah. like the, the combinement of it all. You know what I mean? And kind of piggybacks uh, with like with Terry Crews. Like he got, I guess he gets he's a new host for American uh, mm-hmm. Got Talent. Mm-hmm. And Apparently he didn't want to speak out against Gabrielle Union, but Gabrielle for, for Union, Gabrielle Union before Gabrielle before no for yeah for her he actually did the opposite he yeah. went on TV and was like oh I don't know what Gabrielle Union's talking about they're nothing but lovely to me they're just so great to me what do you gotta do to talk like that though <laughs> that's, what Sam, that's what Sambo's but doing yeah and so and so everyone was like saying that he should have stuck up for Gabrielle Union and black women because Gabrielle stood up for him when he she came out it. saying he had been, you know, molested or whatever. And so it just looked bad. Then he comes out and apologizes after the fact. But it's like, why couldn't you just do the right thing to In begin with? In the first place. And it's yeah, so no crazy. no one believes your apology now. Yeah. Because when Terry Crews came out with his sexual assault case, like, people were dragging, y'all remember this, people were dragging him on Twitter, like, oh, you, your big ass, you gonna let this, like, white boy, you know, <laughs> grab your dick in front of all these people? You liked it. Like, they're dragging him. And yeah. like always, black women were the, his staunchest supporters, including Gabrielle Union, who, like, posted on it and was like, we need to support yeah. him. We need to, you know, edify him. We need to keep him spirits lifted. She was real about it. Yeah. yeah. And then here is he has this opportunity to, to, to even to not say anything. Yeah. He has the opportunity to just sh- shut the fuck up. Yeah. And not say a word. And instead he uses it to say, oh no, her experience is, you know, you know, different is mine. different from my experience. They treat me amazing. And it does like try to discredit low key what she's saying to be yeah. true. You know what I mean? And she's like, yeah. Terry, because he was trying to inoculate himself because Orlando Jones is also on the same thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, so, oh, have you heard the Orlando Jones one, though? It's even worse. Mm-mm. It's even worse. They, like, literally, they are screwing Orlando Jones. Like, screwing you him. Are definitely too black. Yes. <laughs> they pretty much essentially said that. Like, you're too black. You're, you're, it's too black to be black. It's too much. Mm. And we needed to be more white, essentially, is what they told him. Wow. That's crazy. I didn't know that. I'll have to look that story up. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. All right, guys, so this well-known producer slash rapper is in the news because one of his artists has come out. Did he? Yes! Why, hold on. Why are, you, why are you so excited when he do it but not excited when I do it? I, I was that excited when he were. I, I don't understand this this. I did the whole, oh, look at you coming back. Okay, you, see, you see how you forget how quickly one people forget? She gave you five exclamation points. She gave me like ten S's. That's, no, all, that's good. all good. Yes. Well, A-E's, I should say. So what happened? So <laughs> Maze went off on Diddy on IG. About time. I mean, we were. Oh, because Diddy was talking about how the black culture has been uh, not appreciated. I'm here for the artists. Because Diddy had that whole Grammy speech where he was like talking about black excellence. And and Mace is like, black excellence? 
where he was like were you excellently were you black and excellent when you were diverting all my publishing for the last 20 years and stealing my money and wow. you owe me you know how much thousands of like, I think he owes him like 20,000 and refuses to pay him which we all know that's like nothing for no he, no, he paid 20,000 for his, his uh, he paid him 20,000 for his rights but he won't let him buy his rights back oh. and when he offered 20 2 million to pay, pay to, to get his own rights back he said that wasn't a high enough bid Against somebody else, yeah. So it's a weird situation because he's like, he may said, "I didn't want to come back at you until I was back on my feet and was able to come at you and say, hey, not just even keep even Steven. It's not about the money. I just it's about the the, the respect of it.' Yeah. And Duty essentially still said, "F you." Mm. It's so it's suck it's so sucky because like. Damn, you man. bought it for twenty thousand. When we know, like Mace back in the day was made him it. Him. Like Mace was One Direction. Mace was like, you know, he was like the big pop thing, yeah. you know, of like hip hop. A lot of people don't know Mace wrote a hell of a lot of songs. Mm. Yes, that were number one hits for Diddy. Yes, he was like prolific across the board. Yeah. And to buy his whole catalog from Mace at twenty thousand dollars is literally robbery. It but, is robbery, but it kind of sucks. That he, I mean, he had to take ownership of selling it for that low as well. Yeah, so, you know. but then, it, but but you know, it's, he was young. He was like nineteen. Yeah, it's yeah. nineteen. I don't know who somebody was judging somebody else the other day. I think it was like TLC or whatever the case is for like their decisions that they made at that point when they were signing those contracts. I was like, you know, to make it big, to make it popular, you're going against thousands of other people. The minute those doors and opportunities open up, you jump through them because you, I mean, if you don't, someone else will. And so it's like that, that balance of, you know, also not being taken advantage in that situation when everything is in the label's favor. Yeah, the gatekeepers and the gates were... Yeah. Ridiculous back then. You know, everybody, even like your manager is set up against you at some level. You know what I mean? Like, it's just really That's weird. what I love today's culture. Um, that They're more aware and more smart of the the backhanded deals or the deals that aren't well. And a lot of people are aware of the 360 deal. But it's like, no, don't do it. People are more independent. Well, so shoot. Thank it's, the soldier boy. Yeah, so it's very, definitely smarter. All right, we've got Even next. though you shouldn't thank him right now. <laughs> Why? What happened? Oh, there's, an, uh, you, uh, there's another little story about him, potentially. All right. Okay, last one, guys. All right. All right. This well-known rapper, singer, songwriter, record executive, entrepreneur, and actor who started his career at the age of 13 wow. is officially booed up and has had his first outing as a couple. Hmm. I wasn't even paying attention to all that, but um, <laughs> Lil Bow Wow. No, <laughs> but along those lines, Romeo. No, not necessarily along. They both were out at the same time. I think they even had a song together. Really? And they're both, you know, little people. Mario? No. Um, Wait, little people like Little Wayne? Yes. Oh, yes. thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen. Remember, he just came out, so. He's dating Leticia, who you've seen her. You've seen her. She's like a famous, pretty, pretty famous model. Mm-hmm. But they officially went on an yeah, outing. He, he, it's so funny because he looks like, like a gremlin. Sh- literally, he bad. Oh my god! They never, they never Is make. It, any, oh my gosh! Ugh. It's like the most disconnected couple ever. It's like Flavor mm. Flav. When anytime he's dating like hoops, or you know, like he's dating someone else, where it's just like, 
Well, you know, but to be honestly, like Lil Wayne, as much as he might not like his music sometimes, he's always seems to be somebody who's thinking a little bit ahead yeah. and further. Like when he goes after and does certain things, like when he said, I'm gonna be in the studio for this whole year or summer, and yeah. he just built that whole. Uh, that uh, when he was doing, just doing freestyle after freestyle after freestyle and build that whole group up. I think Lil Wayne doesn't get as much credit as he probably should because a lot of child actors, like like child um, rappers, excuse me, like Little Bow Wow or, you know, they could not maintain that same level of success yeah, when they sure. actually became adults. He still has Lil Wayne. Not only did he do it, but he actually somehow got street credibility, even though we know he'd been in the game and been getting money since 13. There's no way that he actually was like in the streets. Yeah. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. Lil Wayne somehow still has street credibility. <laughs> I mean, and I don't think people give him his dues. Like, the whole skater, like, the boy, punk, punk, like, black boy, like, view and life, that's all him. I would say he's definitely lived he's he's a li- the way he wanted to live and not caring about other people. He said he's not a role model for nobody else but his kids, so that's all Amen. he's focused on. That's all you can be. Hey, your boy won. All right, your boy job, won. Jay. Your boy is back. Can, you, right, can, I, get some, right. can I get some yeses in there or something? <laughs> you got all yes. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to the sip of the day. <laughs> That's funny. Can I get some yeses? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, L. Do you know what time it is? No. You better. Do you know what time it is? Time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get Why? your cup ready. Drink ready. Huh? Tea ready. Get what? your cup ready. Drink ready. Hey. Tea ready. Time, time for, for the, the main sip. The, the main. main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. You get your get your get your get your. Today, today, the sip of the day is about black, the black ass culture. And our history, yes. and knowing the things that we need to know, right? Let's celebrate I'm to this our one. black excellence. I'll be honest to say that I, I probably don't know enough of black history that I should. I mean, I know I know what I like to know, but there's so much that we don't know. And let's be real, black history is American history. It is. A lot of people think, oh, American history, they want all the good things, they want to separate the two. Black history is American history. It's world history, so we need to talk about all of it. Yes. All right, guys, so let's start off with, I have 20 things that would the world wouldn't have if black people didn't exist. I'm with it. And they're I'm good things, Okay. Too. Okay? All right, so the first one, if it weren't for a black man, your home would probably be a super dusty because you wouldn't have a dustpan. The actual dustpan was invented by Lloyd P. Ray. The actual dustpan, huh? I feel like this is appropriate because I've been hit by a dustpan a lot of time when I was a kid. Huh? <laughs> and it makes sense that a black person would develop right. a dustpan because they were the ones doing all the cleaning back in the day anyway. Yeah. What did, what did we use before a dustpan? What were we using before as a dustpan? A piece of paper? Yeah. I don't even. They're just yeah. sweeping it out the door. Uh, out the door. Yes. You're right. Sweeping it out the door. That's true. You know? And now someone was like, you know what? It's got to be an easier way to get this dirty that I put in the ball. I always think, like, if we were to, like, see ourselves, like, 60 years from, like, in the past, they probably think we are so domesticated and, yeah. like, not, like, real human beings. Like, oh, for sure. I, I mean, our the way we live our lives are so different. Oh, yeah. You know? Technology has advances so far. My dad's obsessed with, like, the Wild Wild West movies, and I'm like, the way they live, it's just so drastically different. And it was not long ago. Every time that I hop in my car, it's not every time, but a lot of time I hop in my car, 
and I drive. For example, I went and helped my friend move on Saturdays, and she was moving into uh, in, in Lutz. And it took me 30 minutes to get from here to there. And I'm thinking to myself, back in the day, before there were cars, this trip would have took them days. Right. Yeah, all the time. It'd be like, maybe I'm, I got to walk mm-hmm. over to this location. I'll be back in a couple weeks. Yeah. You know, with, with my with my with my meat on my back. Right. <laughs> you know, but now we can get there so quickly. It's crazy. You know, and so it's just crazy. The convenience. So the dustpan. Which is up. so weird because I think the, the fact that we have the ability to see each other more is why we see each other less. Less, yeah. Um, speaking of which, because we know black people love some cleaning stuff, you wouldn't have anything to iron your wrinkly clothes with if there wasn't a black woman who invented the ironing board. She invented the ironing board? Yes. Sarah Boone has a patent for the universal household item. I'm going to ask if it was a patent, because a lot of times black people create these things and other people will take it. It's, it'll be crazy. Like, I wish we could, like, go back in history and rewrite it and see all the things that white people took oh, no. patents off oh, no. of black people. Uh, the world? Because the first black billionaire wouldn't have been 2001. Oh, for sure. Uh... Yes, the world. All right. <laughs> so this is the requirement of all like lit pool parties, the super soaker. Did y'all know a black person? I knew about the super soaker. That? I didn't know about the super soaker. Lonnie G. Johnson, a black man, invented one of the most popular tools for black boys to get shot by cops. Oh wow! Wow. I hate it, but it's true. Wow. It's such a like harmless toy. It's like literally bright yellow. But remember when there used to be all those articles about black soakers. kids getting um, shot, thinking they had a gun? gun. Yeah. That's true. And now we can't. We tell we teach our kids not to have guns. Yeah. Like, we don't even buy them guns. We don't even let them play with guns. We don't even want the risk of it. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. At least not outside the house. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, You wouldn't have the same mop that you have now if it wasn't for Thomas W. Stewart. He approved upon the mop that was originally painted by Jacob Howe. The mop? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Let's fix this. Now... A lot the, of cleaning stuff. The refrigerator, we can rethink Mr. John Standard. Isn't that a cool last name? That is. Standard. He is a standard. I am the standard. I am the standard. Like, that is the... I am the standard. Some people have names that I'm like, you were meant to be a brand. Yeah. You know, like... I am the standard. The standard. It's so easy to... Right. To, to I am it. the standard. Like, oh yeah. my God. It's like... Uh, it writes itself. It does. All right. Um, The actual doors of the elevator... It was actually made by Alexander Miles. Mm. Could you imagine like being on an elevator without doors? Like, what are you looking? I have been in one of those. Oh my god, how is it? Is it freaky? Is it goes really slow? It's because it was one of those like the old like style that like, continuously rotates. Oh mm. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. Those are cool. Yeah, I, I'm scared. Of, I'm not scared of Chicago. elevators, but I always had the fear uh, that my elevator is going to crash and fall, and I'm going to die in the elevator. Are you? So you're scared of elevators? I'm not. I don't scare. I'm, I'm hesitant of like every time I get in one, I'm like, okay. Let me just get that quickly, please. You know, like, like I don't want to get stuck in it. And, and I know the chances of an elevator crashing is, like, not ever going to happen. Yeah. But just from, like, old history, of just, it's, yeah, I don't like it. It's scary. It's like something you have no control over. If it drops, it just drops. Yeah. What's the highest you've ever been at? In like, Pan- how many floors? In, in Panama. Um, I think that was 70 floors up there. Up it was so beautiful up there, though. Yeah. It was like the top of Hard Rock, Hard Rock Hotel, I think it was. 
and we just the sunset was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was the breeze, the wind was super strong up there. Yeah, but it was that was the hottest I've been on. It's different. What about yeah. you, Shay? What's the highest? Either Chicago or, or, or Toronto. Or Toronto, I was way up. So yeah. I did Chicago too. I was like super way up. Mm-hmm. I've also the Eiffel Tower. I've been on the very top of oh, that. That's the, the. But I don't know if that. I think stairs might actually be taller than the Eiffel Tower now. It was the tallest at one point, but it's not been the tallest for a long time. Mm-hmm. The Eiffel Tower. All right, the Save Man, um, Mr. Garrett Morgan. He is a, a huge inventor that we all should know. He created one of the very first traffic lights. True. I didn't know that too. Yep. And he invented the gas mask. Yeah. I did not know about the gas mask. Makes you wonder, like, people who think of these weird ideas, you know, what, what was he thinking when he was at home? It was like, you know what? I'm going to create this this mask to put on your, yeah, on your nose. He solved it. Maybe it was because of the time of the era with uh, warfare. And plagues and... Yeah. Well, it's all industrial. So if you're in a, in a space where all you're doing was a lot of chemicals, a lot of um, oil and whatnot, you kind of don't want to breathe that in all the time. Yeah, True. but that's before they even knew, though. Like, you know, like now we know the repercussions for yeah, all of that. But, but you don't want to... I mean, yeah, I 100% agree with that. The iron lungs. All right, you can thank a black man for some potato chips, y'all. Mr. Uh, George Crumb. Really? Is responsible for creating everyone's favorite snack. Oh. So every time you oh. munch on a chip, 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 no, the black man did it. What chip was it? Kettle, uh, kettle cooked. Yeah. Doesn't say. It, oh, it doesn't just the chips and like, just a general the general style recipe. Recipe. Yeah. Ah, I got you, got you. Um, potato fry. The sprinkler is by Mr. Joseph H. Smith. I'm tired of walking around with his hose. <laughs> <laughs> the law, the modern yeah. day lawnmower is Mr. John Burr. Wow. I'm tired of pushing this. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you can thank your ring and all that kind of stuff because the first home security system was actually patented by a black woman. Really? Mm-hmm. Marie Van Britten Brown is responsible for making the predecessor to the modern day home, home security wow. system. Wow. That's crazy. Well, that, I know that. That's a unique one. But like, does patent mean the patent doesn't mean they created it though, right? Well, well, it means they're in. They, they're credited with creating. They're it. credited for creating it. Mm. Um, and so normally, what inventors, what you would do is you would invent something, then you would apply for a patent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And you know, you you you're applying for it with the idea that it's your invention. Yeah. And to limit other people, you can think the gas furnace, which I've been using with these with these random ass cold ass weather that we've been getting. It's been cold for a while now. A little minute. Miss Alice Parker is the reason why we are all toasty in the winter, or in in Florida, what we call the like yeah. few moments. All this stuff, and they always said, "Oh, black people are dumb mm-hmm. or illiterate." Like, yeah, these same people are providing all of these technological. Know, technological advances you know, for society. Yes. All right, guys, your PB&J wouldn't be right without the peanut butter. You can think a black man for it. George Washington Carver. Mm, I knew that one. I did know, I did know that one. Mm-hmm. I do um, love some peanut butter, too. I ain't gonna I lie. I do. Okay, what's your, like, favorite thing about peanut butter? Like, your favorite peanut butter dish? Actually, this is oh. going to sound lame, but I actually really love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Like I, I mean, they go down. They really do. Yeah, it's like Thai food with peanut butter. But also, there's a really good Ooh. peanut butter, um, a really good peanut butter pepper soup, African peanut butter pepper soup. 
I like hmm. um, peanut butter um, donuts. They have this like Soho donut place and they do the uh, Elvis. It's a donut, like a glazed donut with peanut butter, bake, like honeyed bacon. And I'm so picky about my peanut butter. Chocolate. And, and like, it's delicious. Yeah. It's outrageous. And bananas. It's good. Ugh. You don't like bananas? I can't eat bananas. I love bananas, but I haven't had bananas and peanut butter, though. I don't like oh. eating. So there's things I don't like eating in food. Like, I eat them by themselves, but when I put them in food in different situations or heat them up, I'm good. All right, I'll do only two more. So you can thank I got some facts. your pacemaker, pacemaker. Mr. Otis Boyking. Wow. Saving lives. A wow. true motherfucking hero. Like, could wow. you imagine? My dad has a pacemaker. Well, there you go. You could thank yeah. the blank man for that. Wow. And then... Last one is we can uh, thank the person who created the automatic gear shift because we would all stuck. Still be stiff in manual. We'd be stuck in manual. You drive a stick. You know that like is so dirty for some reason because (laughs) all the contextual cultural like Mm -hmm. things about it. Richard Spikes is the one who created the automatic gear shift so that we can now just chill. Tired of shifting these gears, boss. Right. Isn't that crazy? It's just keeping the theme going. Yeah. It's all good. So, hey, that's some good, that's some good uh, facts. Uh, I'm so proud of us. Yeah, that's pretty dope. I think, you know what? I always tell people, if you have not gone to the National Museum of African American yes. in D.C., you have got that to will change go. Your it will change your perspective. And it's a little sad at first. I bawled. Yeah, it's a little it's sad at first. Real. But it's Bald. real. But even every level that you go up. You literally like come to light. You, you come to light, you get better and better. You see the, the, the You have to go through the darkness. Yeah. So and here, even the, how they curated that museum. So well like done. it is whoever I we should find out who did it. Like whoever did it, they curated that to it's literally like that. You start off in the darkness, you start off in the hate, you start off in like the turmoil. You literally and, start off in the bowels of the ship. Yeah, and you work your way up to the light. Isn't the museum kind of designed to look like a ship? No. Or something like no, that. No, but there's a whole mm. ship inside. There's actual slave I saw the ship, ship inside yeah. of it. Yeah. And that was like the craziest thing because for in my head, like when I think of a slave ship, I just I think like uh a yacht. I feel like I, I go back to like universe, like what is it called? Um, Carnival cruises, you know? Oh, like, yeah. like in my yeah. head, I'm like sewing back to like, obviously that's not what it is. I was shocked how small that ship was. Yeah. And yeah. how many people was on the bowels Just of that, that ship. Like when you realize how tiny that ship is, when you're actually like walking in it and you like realize like that there are like people like who are living in this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, walking around and not walking in it. But, you know, you're like, this is tiny. How did people, how? Yeah. Yeah. So here's some um, some black history facts. One in four cowboys was black, despite the stories told in popular books and movies. Yeah. So it says it's, in, it's believed that the real Lone Ranger was inspired by an African-American man named Bass Reeves. And Interesting. So, yeah, and actually, I don't know if you watch um, Watchmen, mm-hmm. but they actually did, had an episode on Bass Reeves. Did they? Yeah, it was pretty good. It's pretty good. I have my dad, so you, everybody knows, my dad's like obsessed with westerns, and so my grandpa used to grandpa used to love westerns. Yeah. Zorro, man, in the islands, Zorro, all day. Forget about yeah. it. Zorro <laughs> and Bruce Lee are oh. island like celebrity like, gra- <laughs> they are the Beyonce yeah. and like wow. Jay Z of like the Caribbean culture back in the day yes. 
Here's another one. Esther, Esther Jones was the real Betty Boop. So the yes, iconic cartoon character Betty Boop was inspired by a black jazz singer in Harlem, introduced by cartoonist Max Fleischer in 1930. So I did not know that. So I that, did. Yeah. Because. Betty Boop was a sister, y'all. Your sister. And it's so funny because when you see that, have you, do, you, do they pull up the picture of her? Yeah. She actually does look like, I mean, Betty Boop really does look like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The black hair, short haircut, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the first licensed African-American female pilot was named Bessie Coleman. Okay. I wonder if there's going to be a movie about that. It hasn't been one already? I'm I don't surprised. think I've She was born in Atlanta, Atlanta, Texas. In 1892. That's weird. Texas uh, has Atlanta. I know, right? Inter, inter, interracial marriage in the United States was banned in 1664 and not overturned until 1967. Yeah. And that's not really all that long ago if you think about it. Let me slide one in here. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so um, what was the, what do you think the biggest black-owned business ever was? The biggest black-owned business? Cotton. Biggest hair care, hair something in the hair industry. Um, no, actually, it was uh, life insurance. Oh, mm. so I would have not pegged that. So from 1874 to 1952, that's his, his no, that's his uh, his lifespan. But um, he built Charles Clinton Spaulding, president of the North Carolina Mutual Life Insurance Company, uh, built the largest, uh, the nation's largest black-owned business. So. It was really cool. So what, one of the cool things there, they paid like 10 cents a week, was it? And then they paid a, a death benefit of like $100. So by 1970, they were gross over $120 million for 150,000 funerals each year. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Here's another fact. Y'all know the um, famous Amos cookies? Yeah. Amos? Is it Amos? Oh, Amos is a black ass name, though, y'all. <laughs> Ain't that a black ass and Esther? I was thinking about the other day when you said they, Esther. They were created by a guy named, black guy named Wally Amos. So before Wally Amos became famous for his famous Amos chocolate chip cookies, he was a talent agent at the William Morris Agency where he worked with the likes of the Supremes and Simon and Garfunkel. I think it's so funny. I had this really interesting conversation that kind of changed my perspective on names. So um, I was talking to this girl and she like had named her kid something outrageous that I thought was like stupid, quite frankly. Mm. And I was like, well, how are your kids going to adapt and like, you know, work and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And she was like, you know, we all say the Kardashians. Yeah. Takes time. Yeah. You know, um, you know, they don't ask you to change their they don't they don't let you change their name to something different or use a nickname. They they expect you to say mm. the whole Kardashian. They're mm. like, you know, black people, we tend to apologize for being our unique selves when we don't need to. We adjust for other people instead of having them to adjust to us. And some of it's because they don't want to, but some of it's because we do it to ourselves, we automatically fit ourselves into yeah. white culture. And so, you know, we all have difficult, I think about like, I have friends that are Russian and you know, from like European countries that have mm. 
pretty difficult names, but you say them, you yeah. learn them, you figure it out. But in our culture, you know, we, if it's Trey Sean, we'll just like, hey, let's go by Trey. You know Trey, what I mean? Yeah. We change up our names so that it is more acceptable to them when that's not a consideration. Asian people us. do that too. You think about it. I know I, the Asian people have in their Chinese name or the Asian name in their, yes. Amer- in their American name. Way as different. Well, you know, and so, but, you're, but you're right. We do tend to um, assimilate, I guess. Yeah, assimilate. To, that's what I was thinking about. Assimilate. Um, our names when we why why shouldn't be I, I realized recently like there's been a going back to a old names like old names are back in like Sophia and Ingrid and Olivia like a lot of those yeah. older names are now coming popping back up into for the babies. I actually wanted to change my name. I'm actually probably going to change my change my name because my my name the Wormley last name yeah is from a slave owner. He has the Wormley Plantation is what my ancestors took on. Because, you know, black people back then didn't have their own names. Yeah. So they took took on the name of the slave owner who they were freed by. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I don't want to be. But that's kind of cool, though, because you can. I mean, it's, it's part of your ancestry. It's part of your history. Yeah. And it's like cool. That you can at least trace it back to somewhere. My family is Caribbean and we are like have that uniqueness of I don't know about you, Shay, if you reckon if you, this is your reality, but I have no place to trace my ancestry back to mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. mine's is a mixture of Portuguese, Irish and um, Carib- Amerindian. Yeah. Mm. Here's another fact. This is probably a sad fact. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated on his friend, on friend Maya Angelou's birthday on April 4th, 1968. Angelou stopped celebrating her birthday for years afterwards and sent flower to King's widow, Coretta Scott King, for more than 30 years yeah. until Coretta died in 2006. So, I mean, I, I mean that's amazing to, to say, I'm going to stop celebrating my birthday and because this, because another human being was assassinated on my birthday, it's a big thing. You know, big deal. Yeah, I, ref- uh, I mean that's beautiful, but it makes me sad for Maya yeah. because like that's still her birthday, the day she came into the world that she doesn't get to. It's been forever tarnished, you know, for her. She probably it was she probably still, she probably turned up all year. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean. I, I, it's so funny because you think of Maya Angelou and you like you know I think of her so regal and so well-spoken and just everything and then you like read about her history Maya Angelou would totally be canceled in today's culture there's no way that Maya Angelou would be who she is now like she was a prostitute she was like you know gave up her kid like you know she did all the things that you're not supposed to do that our culture today would cancel somebody out and forever have them pigeonholed under that but back in the day you had the ability to live in an anomaly Living in but also you have the ability to change. And people allowed you to do it. Things weren't memorialized as much. You know, if you made a mistake, you know, people would still bring it up, but you had the ability to evolve. Yeah, that's it. You had the ability to evolve. So before coming a professional musician, Chuck Berry studied to be a hairdresser. Hilarious. Hilarious, right? That's crazy. Yes. The parents of actress Holly Berry chose their daughter's name for Holly's department store, um, a local landmark in the in the birthplace of Holly Berry, Cleveland, Ohio. Mm. Interesting. Legendary singer James Brown performed in front of a televised audience in Boston the day after Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. Oh, my God. Brown is often given credit for preventing further riots with the performance. I do remember reading something about that. 
Um, could you imagine being alive at that time? Like, I just like could, I couldn't imagine something happening to Barack. I know. People like, do nothing. Even now, no, but, oh yeah, no. People would absolutely do nothing, which sucks because we're not the same. We thought we, we think we thug life, but we not. Yeah. So, I think Black history is amazing. I think there's so much more we can learn. I, I remember having like encyclopedias of Black history information in them growing up. You remember encyclopedia books, World Encyclopedia? Probably not. But yeah, I'm a little older than you guys. But yeah, they were in the house. They were in the house. So yeah, American history, black history. We're gonna try to celebrate it all month um, for all Tino Shade. So we will throw in some stuff each episode for sure. Yeah, sippers, why don't you guys, if you are not, add us on Facebook at All Tino Shade Podcast and Friends. It's a group. And why don't you share some black history that we should know? And I actually would love some local black history. Like I like hearing about stuff in our own culture, in our own communities, in our own. Like we you know, we're still doing number one. Like, I, like, that's the part that kills me. It's like, we still like the first woman to ever win a reggae, you know, Grammy was this year in 2020. You know, like, we're still number one. So tell us about your number ones that you feel like the culture needs to know about. All right, guys, ready to move on? Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. All right, let's go ahead and get into our unsolicited advice. You got something good? I do. All right, so here is the first one. So a girl I knew from childhood recently came to me and asked me for money. She needed money for some personal reasons when she, when she traveled to her home country. She mm. told me once she gets back, she will give me the money and add extra on top as interest, which I didn't ask for. Anyways, the time she told me she would be able to give back the money has passed. Surprise, surprise. Mm. Then surprise, while she says she's in her home country, I see her at the bus stop heading to work. So she says she's still in her home country, but oh girl, peeped her at the bus stop. Oh wow. That night she messaged me about how her flight got canceled and she's stuck in her home country until they can find another flight for her. Hilarious, mm. you guys. To be honest, I don't care when she gives me the money as I'm not in a desperate need of it. I also, and also I never give money to anyone thinking I will get it back. Mm -hmm. I don't give money I don't have or can't live without. What I'm concerned about is the fact that she is lying and going the extra mile to text me fake flight information and tell me her imaginary friend will meet up with me to give me the money mm. when she could have just told me, you can you give me more time or can yeah. I pay you 20 bucks a week until I can pay you off or you know figure out something else. What should I do? Catch her coming off the bus and confront her about her lies? Wait for her to come off her imaginary vacation? How would you handle this? Ooh, the petty in me says mm. something and completely she sure, different. And she's sure it was her on the bus. Yep, she said she was absolutely certain. Mm. She was at a bus stop and she peeped Shorty off across the street like like literally saw her, saw her. Yeah, I um have had a lot of uh, difficulties or stressful things happen because of money and loan money and, and yeah. relationships. Personally, um, like the, like this woman, when I give money, I don't I give it and I don't even ask for it back. Yeah, like I don't I don't say this is a loan. I don't say it's a borrow. If you ask for me and I have it, I give it and that's done with it. If you give it to me back, great. But if you don't, I don't care. Like I'm not gonna lose any sleep over it. Um, but in this girl's case, this girl's probably embarrassed that she doesn't that she doesn't cannot pay her back. And she can't keep her promise that she said she was going to do, right? Yeah. She said, I'm going to pay you back when I get back. I'm going to pay you with interest. And she's not in a position to do that. And a lot of times people 
first of all, it's hard for a lot of people to ask for help and yeah. to ask to, to lower their egos. I need some help to to survive or whatever. Yeah. And so not being able to pay her back is also embarrassing to her. Yeah. And so. But I think yeah. it's, for me, it's like such a self-centeredness, like our selfishness. Like I, if you can lower your pride to ask for the money, then you better be able to lower your pride to say, hey, I, agree. I need more time. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And you should never, I'm in agreement with the girl. Like you should never lend money that you need to live. Like it needs yeah. to be money, like surplus money that you don't expect to come back. Yeah. However, if we're friends, like... I would be pissed if I'm like, if you're, and you're texting me like fake flight information mm. and you're going into this elaborate story where you could just choose to not do that. You could have just chose to be like, listen, I'm back. And you know, it was more expensive than I thought it was. I can't write now Cause the, cha- the circumstances doesn't change. She can't give it to you right now. Like that's the reality of the situation that doesn't change, but what can change is how you, how it's being handled. And I think that's what the girl is mad about. It's like, you could handle it so much better. I obviously you can't give money. You don't have, but like, if I've gone out of my way to help you, the least you can do is just be like, and be, be honest with me and yeah. value the friendship. You know, what do you think? Shay? I agree 100%. You need to, like, take a moment and say, all right, I can pay you back. Bit yeah. by bit. And it'll just, just address the situation face up because usually those people are not as angry or upset about it that, than you think they are. Yeah. yeah. I they, get, just, they just hate the fact that you're silent It's a it. different anger when it's, like, somebody, like, when it's, when they can't give it back to you but they're being honest with you and having, like, that open communication versus, like, they can't give it to you, but then they're ducking and hiding from you because then it almost feels like instead of like us having a friendship, it feels like you're being used, you know? Yeah, but another part of the problem or the perspective I see is why does this friend feel like she's not able to confront her friend with the lies? Like she, you saw the girl, you saw her that she's, why not say, hey, I don't know what's going on, but I saw you at the bus stop. So I want you to know you don't have to lie to me about the situation. Let's just move forward. Her, this, why can't why is she not approaching? Well, that's what the, she's you asking. Know? She just I think she's trying to be mindful of the yeah. Fact. She should just bring it up. She should just just talk to her and say, hey, look, this is I know I, just, I saw you at the bus stop a few times. I know you're back, and I know you might be embarrassed by the situation. I'm not worried about the money, um, but what can we do to move forward so we had so that we're on the same page? Because right now it's all about being on the same page because she's not really upset about the money as she said it's really the lies yeah it's the, the lies portrayal, it's the, so. the manipulation but just talk to her just talk to her and get a, move, a, a new perspective and a new uh, set of goals so you're on the same page and move forward yeah and then just put her on the list of some like sometimes it's like in those situations it's fine it's just like you can even even if you want to like maintain the friendship and if it's definitely money that you're really not going to miss just be like listen consider that my gift to you like and just let it go but then also let her know like but moving forward, like, I'm not the one to ask for money from now on. But th- that's my gift to you. You're good. You got it. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? And just let it move on. But I, I don't know because it's weird because it's almost like you're um, you're supporting bad behavior in that kind of situation. But I think as a friend, you're, you have to support your friends. And sometimes you just got to give them a pass. You yeah, Give sure. them the benefit of the doubt, you know? Yep. All right. Second one. Last one. All right, lady. All right, gentlemen. Uh. Guys. Mm. I have a question. Am I wrong for feeling that my significant other shouldn't fool with people I don't get along with? Yes. What about you? What do you think? Mm, 
I... So if you don't get along with someone, um, is it cool for your significant other to like be hanging out with them, chill with them? I think that it's a tough, a tough one because just because you and someone else do not get along does not mean that other person does not get along as well, right? Right. And so for it could have been at one point both of y'all got along and then they had a falling out over something else that had nothing to do with you. So right. now I'm cutting off a friend who I've known all these years, mm-hmm. right, prior to you that you're telling me I can't hang out with anymore. I'm going to have a problem with that. So... I think it's wrong to ask. I don't think it's wrong to ask, mm-hmm. but I think it's wrong to expect. Yeah. You know, to expect that. I think you have to understand, figure out the the balance of it and let him or let her have that relationship. As long as it's not violating your trust and violating, uh, you know, your relationship, why, why does it matter? Yeah. I, for me, I think it, 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 it hinges on two things. A, it hinges on how close I am and like the relationship I have with that person that they that the doesn't like my significant other. Mm. But most importantly, it ten, it hinges on the kind of conversation being had about my significant other from this person. Yeah. So I can't like justify if I have a friend who like isn't getting along with my significant other and is out in the street like talking shit about them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I can't support that. I can't. Absolutely, I, I agree with that. You know, 100%. I can't have that. I wouldn't de- even if it was my significant other. If it, if it was just friendships, like I'm not gonna have one friend just out here bad mouthing my other Absolutely. friend. Absolutely. Because I'm not gonna sit there and just let you bad mouth anybody who I fuck with. You yeah. know what I mean? And so. I, I, that is the biggest factor. Like, so if they just don't get along and they keep it amongst themselves, then I, to me, I, yeah, I can be friends with them because we we don't, you know, we don't talk about you. We don't discuss you. They're not disrespecting you and yeah. by default disrespect, disrespecting me, you know? But if they are, then I don't think you can. I don't think, if you, I don't think you can have two friends who are talking shit about each other out in public to you and think that you can be like the middle ground like you have to create you have to become sweden you know a neutral uh, ground yeah and i'm sure she would not want her sniffing another to say hey you can't hang out with this friend because i don't like this friend anymore You'd be like, wait what right that's my home girl you exactly. know what i mean like no and so yeah i think it's a lot of times it's the person that introduced them or somewhere so far. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i had a um a situation you know i was great friends with this um this, this lady and close friends and the woman that I dated at the time didn't care for. Her. Yeah. And she was like, I don't want you hanging around. Her. I was like, well, it's not acceptable. I was like, I'm not going to stop not hanging around her. Yeah. I said, well, out of respect for us and our relationship, I won't, I, I won't hang out with her one-on-one. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I won't do that. But when I have events or I have group settings, I'm going to continue to invite this friend. And But even that caused distance in the relationship and that relationship that we had because you can tell the pattern's different the energy's different you know and it's just like so you're trying to please your partner but you're also losing a piece of you a piece of your your life outside of your partner because your partner can't be your entire world yeah you know and it's such a tricky spot because i've been on the other end of that where i've been like the friend that you can't be friends with anymore and it like it totally sucks like you know because you have a friend and you guys are completely platonic there's nothing mm-hmm. romantic there and then their girlfriend is jealous or feels some type of way yeah and now you can't be friends with that, that person anymore and they inevitably this is the part that you know 
I hate is that when they do break up, they inevitably come back and, you know, apologize for being, you know, being missing out as being a friend. But then you're like, yeah, are you really my friend? If like, you know, that was what it is. And I don't get mad at them. Like, I don't get mad at the girl because I she doesn't have any loyalty to me. Like, she's not my friend. Yeah. I get mad at my friend. Like, that is who I put the full blame on because it's on you to manage that relationship. Truth. All right, I agree. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to That Sounds About Right. That Sounds About Right. And Elle is going to try to redeem herself. Elle took her first L of I 2020 did. to Shay. Terrible. I think she's going to redeem herself. I think she will. All right, Sipper. So, like always, you can find these songs on all T No Shade Spotify playlists. We don't own these songs. We just like the songs and the artists who created them. Go stream them. Go play them so they can get their recognition. But have some fun playing this game. Try to beat L. Try to beat Shay. Shay's already closing his eyes over there. <laughs> he is like serious. Focus. He is focused on okay, his. We're getting into the kung fu. Yeah, he is ready. Yeah. You better, you better, you better get ready. I know he's like fully prepped. He's like meditating over here. You better, you better get ready. He is not playing <laughs> right, with you right okay. now. Hold on. Let me let me come back. Let me go back here. I was just waiting for the tune to start. Just waiting for the tune to start. <sighs> okay, I show some good songs. I always do. This song came out in 2013. 2013. Clap for a nigga Correct. Blow a stack for Come on, that beat was so Not fire. Tuned. No, that was Tim. Really? Timbaland oh, did that one. Hey, I thought it was Neptune. Nope, that was Timbaland all the way. It would have that that doo doo doo. Somebody came out recently saying that Neptune's like was also really corrupt. And, uh, Kalise, like, yeah, Kalise ah. came out and said that they took all Khalees, their, yes. all her rights or whatnot, and they was like, "Well, you signed it, whatnot." But yeah. Hey. All right, so that was so. Oh, hey, that's one. a good start. It's so hard because it's such a when I tell you like bargaining position, it's like it's almost like statutory rape, is like how I would explain those kind of relationships between like the labels and like the brand new artists. Yeah, it's like you really, it's like somebody way more sophisticated and using like manipulating you and yeah. using you, and you're not wise enough and a cap in a position of power enough to do anything about it. You That's know what why I mean? they go and get their own. Going audience, yeah. Get to get somebody that can read that lingo. All right, one zip L. I think this one's gonna throw y'all off, but we'll see. 2016. Mm. Black. No. Whoa. Rick. No. McMill. Whoa. Done deal on the train. Big. Migos? Correct, Migos. Before they blew up, blew up. Who is this? Migos. No, that's... No, I mean, like, who's actually rapping? Oh. Quavo always started first. He don't even sound the same. Yeah. Quavo, Quavo usually starts the track. And then um, Offset comes in at the, uh, the end. The name of the song is called Whoa. Yeah, Quavo. 
So that came out in 2016. I actually went on when I'm looking for this. I didn't realize Migos had been rapping for like since 2011. I'm telling you, the the success feels overnight, but the grind is yeah. real. Look at Lizzo. Lizzo been grinding for a minute, but it I feels like that, success. Yeah, overnight. I thought he came out like 2016. I was like, whoa, these guys had like, like not my style, but yeah, they got the Drake cosign. That's all they needed. All right, so it's one one, one one. This next song came out in 2016 as well. I'm saying current for y'all. Future? No. Yeah. Oh my. Oh my. What Drake? a wonderful time. No. Yeah. Travis Correct. You always guess Travis Scott. I was Scott. like, I watched Travis Scott too, and I was like, oh, I can't say it's it again. Admin. It's an I haven't chosen in a long time because I know you always say Travis Scott. I said, I'm going to put him on here this time. I literally was like, Travis Scott in my head, and I was you like, said I can't. It. <laughs> anyway, I you do. Yeah, I haven't chosen in a long time. I said she she's not gonna be on it, so I'm gonna put it on there. Hilarious. You, I thought you would have got him. So it's called Wonderful Time. Well, Wonderful. All right, so it's two one, two one. You know, I recently been listening to Young Thug. I didn't think that I would like it. But I don't mind some of his music. I kind of like it now. He's gotten a lot better. All right, this next one came out. Um, let's see. 2019. 2019. That's cute. Oh, 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 not. Uh, mm. Tony Montana? Scott. No. I'm just gonna Travis say it every time. Though. No. Who you say? Tony. No. Coffee. Correct. The new lady, Toast? Coffee. Yes. She always sounds like a man to me. She like, does. this little key sounds like a guy. And so I never think of her. Music sounds like a guy's music. Yeah, if you watch her, I, she did a, a Tiny Desk concert tiny. recently. And her mannerisms are kind of manly as well. Yeah, she reads. I, I've been listening to her album after she got the Grammy. Her EP, oh, no. yeah. And it's really good. Like, yeah. I, 24 songs. I was like, song of last year. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I've been sleeping. I like her. Congrats. You yeah. definitely won that one. I, I was playing her all the time. I'm surprised. How many is that? He won three. That's, he won three? Yeah. Do a comeback, L. Do a comeback. You can't. It's only five. I no, I chose six. Oh. I mean, you, he won. But you can Let's see what you can do. This song came out um, 2005. J-Lo. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did Koyo to this song too? They did what? No, back in college, Koyo. It was a great beat though. Like the beat hits so hard still to this day. Somebody needs to go ahead and remix this. Ah, she really can't sing. I guess real bad. She ain't that bad. I've heard worse. But she, I mean, she really can't sing though. All right, last one. Let's see if Are you guys gonna watch this. You can get this. It's one. today that she's doing the Super Bowl, right? Halftime. Yeah, halftime. Lord. The only way to change me is to Tupac. Yeah, I said it was Tupac. Who you about to say? Tupac. Oh, she beat you to it? Yeah. I know Pac. Have you guys been watching the um, Mass Singer? No. It's really interesting. You guys have to that. watch it. It's really good. It. You'll like it because 
Well, the father's trying to figure out who it is. I, there's certain distinct voices. Like, I know, I knew when it was Teddy Pendergrass. Not his, his, his name's not Teddy Pendergrass, but I always think of his name as Teddy Pendergrass, Pendergrass your ass down. What is Teddy Pendergrass down. Yeah, T-Pain. But also, they have Patti LaBelle this season. I don't know if it's for, for factuals that it's Patti LaBelle. I, have, I refuse to Google it. But it's Patty. Like, Patty has a voice that is just so distinct. Like, you can't ignore it. Oh, yeah. Strong voice. Yeah. And I feel like Tupac has that. Like, there's certain people who they just have very distinct voices. Yes. Yeah, Tupac, his voice, you just, you know his voice easily. Yeah. But I have to watch that. Someone else was telling me about that Pac show, and though. Biggie. I can, they said that show was really good. It's good. So. You like it. It's, well, I fast forward. You could, I don't like the show if you can fast forward it because they spend so much time on ridiculous stuff. But the actual, like, guessing and the who they are and the little get clue packages are funny. All right. And they've been getting, like, good people. So they have Patti LaBelle this season, I'm sure. And then last season they had another legend, like a legend legend. I have to check it out. I haven't. I don't watch a lot of reality TV like that. So. All right. So we tied up. No. Well, technically you won. I was just giving you an opportunity to see what you did. Okay. Well. Take that. Take that. Take that. Take that. Take that. <laughs> Congratulations to Shay. Congratulations for Elf coming for showing some fight and coming back and yeah and making it work. All right. What we got next? All right, guys. Let's go ahead and get into fast touch. What's you your first. shit? Don't worry. I gotta figure out one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you go first. <laughs> my sh- hey. Okay, so my shit is um getting back to like your community or like with your sister group. So mm. it was like I, you can't do things on your own. It's so much harder. So like I've been like me and my girls are I've been on this group chat about like being accountable to each other about losing weight and being active and like kind of going through our struggles because I feel like right now people do that but they do use social media yeah when they really should be on a group chat like mm. so much stuff is getting posted on social media because that people don't have friends to like talk to. yeah you need true. to that's what your whole friend group is for you know and so my friend group we've been like talking more through group chat and I'm like this is what we should be doing so it's a part of my whole like I'm giving up social media you know trying to be let on it less mm. and so hey it's like real stuff because it's your real friend so you guys are talking real shit but like it, it makes you a different level of accountable yeah I can agree with that at times when I um like I posted something in the whitelist group the other day and I couldn't post it on my timeline because it's just I have people on my timeline that could could read that, and yeah. I didn't want them to read it. And that, but also, I didn't have anyone like on my friends who would understand that post or that I wanted to share. Mm-hmm. So I shared it in the group, hoping that people will understand why I'm sharing it. Right. But so I understand. I agree with your point that people don't always have people to talk to about things, and so it's important to get in the groups to talk about your shit or things that's happening for yeah. sure. I think it would definitely help out with lots well, like of anxiety. What I was saying, but okay. Oh, you're saying it shouldn't. I'm saying that a lot of things people are posting in groups or posting on Facebook, they really need to be posting or to their group chats. Oh, so they have a, that's what I said. That's what I'm saying. Their actual, not the, the no. group chats, I mean like their actual. Like a, more smaller, a smaller circle. Like the people they actually know on their phone, not like oh. through, so, not, yeah, not through social media, right? Like all these questions about your relationships or questions about what you should and shouldn't do. Like, why are you asking these, like the, the social, like, 
Facebook when we know there are trolls there. People are literally giving you bad advice because they think it's entertaining. Like, talk to the friends, people you've trusted. That's what I was saying. You were saying they should talk in the group chat to your, to their friends. Right. They should, yeah. They should message their friends instead of like going on Facebook groups or going or posting on their own Facebook account. Oh, but not doing a group chat, not a group chat with your friends. No, a group chat with your friends, but like an actual uh, chat yeah, yeah. with your friends. Well, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's okay. what I meant. Yeah, I, I was agreeing with that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, my ish this week is I recently switched my coffee up. Okay. So my coffee, I used to do like this regular. Uh, Folgers, coffees, and whatnot, and I decided to try something different. This is and delicious. Switch to Bustelo. Oh, of course it was Bustelo. Bustelo. I should have known. Bustelo I love it. is delicious coffee. It's so good, guys. And I think oh, it's okay, from um, it. is it from um, Cuban? Cuban, Cuban coffee? Is yeah. it Cuban or is it um? I think it is Cuban. Yeah. So yeah, it's really good coffee. So I enjoy it. I've been. I don't drink a lot of coffee. I only drink it on the weekends, really, on my Saturday morning, on my Sunday mornings, and. Uh, Puts a little flavor in there with no sugar. So I found that Bustelo does not need uh, any a lot, a lot of additives, really. It's and so, so aromatic. Like, it's so flavorful. Yeah, know? and I can't do coffee like black. Like, it's just nasty to me. But so, yeah, that's what I, that's my ish this week is Bustelo coffee. I like it. I like do it. Do you have an ish this week, Shay? Yeah. Um. So, one, furniture deliveries are amazing. They come in. They, Amen, <laughs> brother. They, they, they put it up for you. You ain't got to do nothing. Just... You, know, you, you get to watch them do all hard work. Yeah, um, but also uh, the Rocket Book. So if you guys have never used a Rocket Book, it came in pretty handy. What's a Rocket Book? So I take a lot of notes. I'm always like scribbling stuff down, and it's instead of uh, having like regular paper, you have a paper that you can like wipe notes off and you just take a picture, and it loads up into your wherever you want to send it. You can send it to your email. You can send it to your OneDrive, your Google mm. Drive, wherever. So it's like a tablet you write on, or is it like no, a notebook you write it's on? A, it's a little, it's a little book with a pen. Oh, nice. Let me Friction see pens. it. Yeah. Oh my god, this is like getting next world. <laughs> we ha- we have like reusable paper now. Like, what is going on right now? I mean, we have been had reusable paper, Easy but now. like. Yeah. So you just wipe. You can wipe it down. Just get it a little wet. Oh, it's like a whiteboard. Oh. Yeah. But like one you get to carry with you. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. pretty cool. Okay, I'm feeling this. Yeah, so it, it comes in really handy. And it's very sustainable. Yeah. Look at you. I like that. Yeah, I like otherwise, that. I have like literally a ton of eight by five uh-huh. books like just hanging out from when I used to work and I used to just sit there and write all day. So it's coming really good for me. That's awesome. My concern would be if like I like when I write stuff down, I like to be able to go back to it months later and say what i wrote down yeah yeah you know but if you're wiping it off every time no well you take a picture of it you send it you send it you could send it to yourself and, uh, and i got gotcha. you so now it's all digital becomes all digital so you have all your notes ah okay you, you just highlighters that work on it and everything like that so nice. i like that i like it cool i've been using on um, OneNote a lot like that yeah. i have my 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 personal computer is yeah, a tablet oh and you can write on it and so I've been using it a lot in that kind of sense. And it's nice, yeah. yeah. It's so easy to get back to. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to final sip. Do you guys have a final I sip? I don't have a final sip. Actually, I will change that. Okay. I will say, y'all know I love Altino Shades, my baby, but I also started my own additional life coaching podcast. Go check it out. It's called Destructivated Minds. It's all about life coaching, positive affirmation, because I am a certified life coach, and I'm trying to build a clientele up as well. And so that is the goal with that podcast and going to have real sessions on there like monday has someone coming over to record a life coaching session so you'll be able to hear the audio session of a life coach 
giving and listening to that person, helping that person. So hopefully it can be reflective and help other people improve their life. So that's the goal behind that uh, podcast. And so I'm excited about it. All right, guys, go ahead and take a listen. And any final tip for you, Shay? Yeah. um, Consider the thought process around the word, the words I am or what I do. Yeah. And then see how that applies to your life. Like, I am. What are you saying after that? Making sure that you, you make sure it's the right direction. So. Okay. I like it. So. Make sure that you're aligned with your goals. Yep. I am the standard. Right. Ooh, I know. <laughs> that's that. Uh, and mine is always the same thing. Support black business. We are, yes, you know. Yes, 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 Still working, still trucking along. So if you haven't added us on Facebook or Instagram, Instagram, we're called All Tea No Shade Podcast. That's no, right spacing no under marks it's just those words all together and then on facebook we are all tea no shade podcast we have a page and we also have a group called all tea no shade podcast and friends add share when we post our episodes like talk to us communicate please share and help us with uh expanding all right with that i'm gonna go ahead and say happy black history month we keep trekking along and edifying our black excellence and you guys have a beautiful week Hello. Blessings.